welcome to the Irish Pagan School podcast. Your hosts are authors and co-founders of the Irish Pagan School here in County Waterford, Ireland, Laura O'Brien and John O'Sullivan. Falcha. Hello and welcome. This is Laura O'Brien at the Irish Pagan School. And today we're going to talk about Irish pagan beliefs. So the Catholic Church are full of the drama lately that the Irish have reverted to pagan beliefs with the drive towards recognition of equality, basic human medical rights and other such truly shocking things. But the reality is we never really gave up on our pagan beliefs. To get a good look at Irish pagan beliefs, there are three things we'll need to take into account. Historic pagan beliefs, i.e. pre-Christian native spirituality, as much as we know of it. The blend of Christian and pagan beliefs through folklore and culture. And, of course, modern pagan beliefs, i.e. neo-pagan spirituality and organisation here in Ireland. Briefly, though, because... Any of those things are an essay in their own right, so we'll keep it simple enough here. So we start with historic pagan beliefs in Ireland. And one of the sources that is often cited for this topic are Caesar's writings on Gallic Druidism to Ireland. Now, that's not really an accurate take on what would have been happening on the ground on a daily basis, to be honest. Continental Celtic stuff was not the same exactly as what was going on in Ireland. Celtic religion on the continent is better documented in many ways, but you've got to remember that Ireland is an island and quite removed from the continental Celtic culture, though it started with the same roots. Taking those roots and planting them here has led to a tree growing in Irish soil that is quite different to the parental rootstock, is all I'm saying. Irish traditions through the ages took in any invaders and blended them with what was here already, a grafting, if you like, to truly flog that tree metaphor. Blending is what we do, and we sort of stick to our own ways in the meantime, a bit stubbornly like. It's one of the reasons why it doesn't really work to map our pantheon onto the structure or functionality of other pantheons either. Even Celtic deities they don't quite match up with exactly what was happening here in Ireland. In brief, though, we can get an idea, some basic concepts at least, of the Irish pagan beliefs by tracking what we know about the root Celtic religious beliefs and what we have in our own native source materials, so the archaeology, mythology and folklore. And there are a couple of key points or patterns that emerge from that. We have a look at, or a belief in, birth, death and rebirth. So that's the transmigration of the soul, the continuation of life through cycles. There is a belief in the reality and relevance of the other world, which is not an underworld, but a whole other world or life that runs parallel to this one. There was an acknowledgement or a belief that the other world is populated with an entire ecosystem of beings, from gods and goddesses to noble or royal she or fairies, to nature spirits, elemental beings, that sort of thing. There is an importance of 
meditation or journeying between the worlds, so being able to travel between the worlds specifically in a form that we would call now meditation or guided meditation or journeying practice. There were people who had or could develop the skills to personify and share deep wisdom, sacred or special, occult, which just means hidden knowledge. And then there was a knowledge and an understanding of magic. The blend of Christian and pagan beliefs. So our written sources don't really begin until the coming of Christianity, which was any time between the 300s and the 600s CE or Common Era in Ireland. Despite what St. Patrick's hagiographers would have you believe, it wasn't all about him. Oh no. As per the above-mentioned tendency to take in any invaders and blend them with what was here already, Irish pagan beliefs began to meld and blend with the quiet incoming flow of Christianity. As the society and culture shifted, Druids were replaced in function, as far as we can tell, by priests and monks, and it would seem that many of them may have moved with the times and become priests or monks themselves. This led to rather a lot of bunny ears, pure pagan beliefs being subsumed into a Celtic Christian church that then held a lot of beliefs and practices that the Roman Catholic Church regarded as wrong or even sinful. The roots from elsewhere were finding a fertile but very different environment on this island in which to grow and flourish. Rome squished down a lot of that golden age growth and we ended up with something very forced, unnatural and toxic in its place that has not been at all good for our people as they have held power over us. We were effectively colonised by that Christian or Catholic church. But the Irish pagan belief still held true in many of the folkways and practices. For example, holy well observances that are so very close to tending and utilising a sacred magical spring in pagan terms. And our relationships with the good neighbours, the other crowd, the she or the fairies, as you might call them. Sure, don't even get me started on that. So modern pagan beliefs. We do continue on this closeness to and reverence for nature within modern pagan beliefs. And I believe personally that this is a reflection as much of what is needed now in the modern world as it is the older Irish pagan roots, if you like. So paganism in Ireland has grown since the popularisation in the 1970s in much the same way as it has elsewhere. Well, not quite the same, maybe. There's still that whole pattern of being given a thing and making it our own. We're a tribal lot still, you see, and fiercely independent in many ways. We're also tiny population-wise compared to Britain or the US. And with quite, still quite a rural spread out population, with obviously some dense clusters in city areas. All of this makes it more difficult to organise. Pagan events, groups, organisations, it's all a bit hit and miss, says the one who co-organised our national pagan festival, Fela Drekta, from 2003 until 2016 or so. 
but at this point we have a healthy enough network across the island. I personally would love to see less focus on non-native practices in contemporary paganism here in Ireland. Like seriously, Nora, we don't need another powwow drum or Siberian shaman at one of our most important sacred sites or festivals, unless those are, you know, visitors or guests from those nations or tribes. And more work being done by native practitioners to recreate native systems and celebrations of our indigenous spirituality is only going to contribute to the health of our spirituality on the island as a whole. However, the folk in Ireland who are doing the work with regards to creating community around our pagan beliefs are doing a bang-up job, if I may say that as one of those folks. Take Pagan Life Rights Ireland, for example. This is a non-profit organisation operated by a nationwide network of priests and priestesses, offering a range of services to the greater pagan community of Ireland. One of the founding principles is respect and honour of the land and of nature. And this is a quote. The island of Ireland is our home and her sovereignty is treated with respect. It is held within pagan belief generally, but not exclusively, that deity resides within nature and is imminent in all that is around us. Therefore, the land we live in and the earth that we walk upon should also be revered and treated with respect. So I'm down with that anyway. No, like literally. I'm one of the founding members of Pagan Life Rights, so it'd be weird if I wasn't, right? And one of the ways we are of service is to organise a series of pagan moots, which are monthly social and networking meetings across the island, to facilitate the meeting and connection of people who are interested in pagan beliefs and creating community in their local area. So if you would like to get in touch, you can just do a search there for Pagan Life Rights Ireland. And... um. If you want to get some focused guidance on where or how to start exploring authentic spiritual practice, you can go to some of the free or beginner's classes at the Irish Pagan School. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive review in your podcast listener. Then head over to irishpaganschool.com and enroll in one of our free or paid courses. Slongafol and we will see you next time.